There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Howdy, folks. It is Monday, June 12th. I'm Jacob Cohen, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, add summer camp to the list of things that require a whole lot of cash. And Hong Kong, NYC, is moving closer to one new revenue stream that's sure to irk some folks. And that is charging people to drive cars into lower Manhattan. We will talk about all this, but before we do, we've got a rapid news rundown to start your week. We're going to talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crackalackin'. All right, first things first, Netflix saw around 200,000 people sign up to the service across May 26th and 27th due to its password sharing crackdown. That's the highest rate of sign-up since at least 2019 on the service, according to analytics company Antenna. Shares of Netflix are up some 16% since the crackdown started on May 23rd. Netflix has said previously that more than 100 million people use borrowed passwords to watch its content, about half of which are ex-boyfriends and girlfriends. Just kidding, of course, they don't say that, but it's often, we know it's true, right? We know it's true. This will also, by the way, serve as our monthly reminder that Netflix once famously tweeted that love is sharing a password line which has clearly aged like milk. Big picture, do not be surprised if more and more subscription companies start doing the exact same thing. Moving along, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse lost the weekend's box office to Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, but still became Sony's highest grossing animated film, pulling $290 million in 10 days. Transformers, by the way, absolutely pounced on the box office, earning more than $170 million in its global debut ahead of projections. You never want to bet against Optimus Prime, right? Both in hand-to-hand combat and, of course, at the ticket booth. Speaking of Prime, with Prime Day expected next month, our thoughts go out to all the wallets and delivery trucks that'll be working their tuchuses off to satisfy mankind's insatiable desire for innovative vegetable chopping gadgets. Of course, I'm just talking about what we all buy on Prime Day. Last year, Amazon's more than 200 million Prime members bought more than 300 million items during the extravaganza, according to CNBC. Moving along, in other news, it's a bright future ahead for America's electricians, which now number a record 1.032 million. With a 7.4% year-over-year jolt to earnings in April, America's electricians are now earning an average of $37.51 per hour, or around $78,000 a year, according to the Labor Department. 
Also, the return to office shuffle appears to be in full swing with 600,000 U.S. workers facing new return to office mandates last month, according to the Wall Street Journal. Specifically, as the tech industry comes to grips with the fact that pantslessness and productivity may not actually go well hand in hand, the sector accounted for around a third of the workers facing new mandates. And in breaking news, as in news about something that is breaking, we've got the meta morale meter, which is going down. Internal surveys of employees, according to the Washington Post, who are still weathering, by the way, the aftermath of 21,000 job cuts, found 26% of employees at Meta felt confident in leadership in May. That's down 5% from October, and 43% said they felt valued, down 15%. And lastly, some quick hitters. Today, I in AI, an avatar, performed a mostly AI-generated church service for more than 300 people at a Protestant convention in Germany. Also, Walgreens will pay New Mexico $500 million for its role in the opioid crisis, which the state will use to address opioid addiction. Also, important update, the Supreme Court of the United States decided that Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey can sue a pet company over poop-themed dog toys that look like its liquor bottles. Very interesting. And last but not least, Krispy Kreme Donuts is taking applications for its chief donut dreamer. The salary and benefits suck, mostly because they are non-existent and it's not a real job even, but we think the fringe benefits of a year of free donuts, a visit to HQ, and input on a new flavor almost make up for it. All of this, of course, is linked in today's newsletter. And with that, let's get to today's main story. All right. This summer at Bandcamp, we've got a reverse mortgage. So last week in the newsletter, we paid a visit, if you remember, to Space Camp. And this week, we're back for more out-of-this-world summer camp business information. Unfortunately for parents, in this case, it's the prices that are landing out of this world in outer space. Obviously, obviously, camps aren't all exorbitantly priced, but it's pretty clear they're increasingly packing a financial punch, according to Bloomberg Businessweek. The average day camp, for instance, costs around $178 per day this summer, and that's up from $76 last summer. I actually once ran a backyard basketball camp with a friend, and we were charging $175 a week, and clearly we were idiots. Elsewhere this year, sleepaway camp bills will indeed be living up to their name and, uh, well, chase all sleepaway. Overnight programs average around $450 a day, almost tripling 2022's rates. So, of course, the question is, why so expensive? And you know the answer. You already know the answer. Inflation. Labor and food costs especially are the ones that top camp operators' lists of grievances. Demand's also way up as households with two working parents. Now, uh, 65% of U.S. families seek childcare support, and seek miracles too. Parents are willing to pay a premium for camps that deliver on the connection and learning kids lost over the pandemic, and of course that do so without the screen time. All that's to say, it's a good time to be in the camp business. New York City may finally start charging drivers for the hassle of navigating congested lower Manhattan, something it's been trying to do for years. We actually last covered this in the newsletter back in 2019. 
Now, the federal government's expected to approve its central business district tolling program after a public review period ends today, according to CNN. And here's how it works. The program is designed to reduce congestion in the area where more than 700,000 vehicles travel daily. If implemented, drivers would pay anywhere from $9 to $23 to drive below 60th Street during peak hours starting next spring. Now, some, such as taxi and rideshare and low-income drivers, may receive discounts or exemptions. Opponents, which include taxi and rideshare drivers, as well as those from the suburbs and outer boroughs, have been fending off congestion pricing for over a decade. But proponents say it matters because that much traffic costs New Yorkers, on average, 117 hours and $2,000 in lost productivity annually and creates pollution, including noise pollution from all that honking. Also, the MTA would use congestion fees to invest in and improve public transit, which residents could use to dine, shop, and work in the area without the stress of driving and parking in New York City, which, if you've done it, no, is not very fun. Now, this might sound wild for the car-loving America, but similar policies have been implemented elsewhere. London, for instance, improved congestion by 30% after implementing charges in 2003, One study found Stockholm, which implemented congestion pricing permanently in 2007, has improved air pollution by as much as 15%. But the OG champ, that would be Singapore, who's been doing this since 1975. I am bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Editor today is Ezra Trupiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an awesome Monday. Great start to the week. Get out of here. See you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team, Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player, Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.